same podcast, different location. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> yeah, slightly different <laughs> setup this week. Yeah, we're doing this remotely. Uh, before we address that elephant in the room, I do want to bring this up because uh, <laughs> last week we were talking about DMX and Jet Li and Cradle to the Grave, and I realized that I haven't seen Cradle to the Grave. What? So what movie okay. were you thinking of? All right, so this is the fucking crazy thing. So there's DMX and Jet Li are in two movies within two years of each other in the 2000s. There's a movie what? called Romeo Must Die from 2000, and, 2000 or 2001, and right. Cradle to the Grave is like 2003. And okay. that was the movie I was thinking of when I was talking about that ending fight scene where the guys are kicking oh. each other in the neck and shit. I'm like, man, I don't yeah. remember this. <laughs> exactly. So when I so after that podcast, I went and uh, Googled that last fight scene because we were talking about it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I should check this out. And I Googled Cradle the Grave ending fight. I'm like, I've never seen this in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> so did you and end I, up watching cradle to the grave no still haven't watched it okay perfect perfect yeah still nice. haven't watched it um yeah i wanted i'm like then i'm like did i completely hallucinate that dmx and Jet Li were in a movie so then i started googling like Jet Li movies because he was for sure in it and then in 2000 romeo must die and dmx is in it so it's like that's fuck. wild i didn't yeah i remember the name of that movie romeo must die but yeah, mm-hmm. that's not one of the first ones that come to my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. I'll bet like, you I've, I've probably watched... seen that movie. Go ahead, sir. Oh, no, I was going to say I've watched Cradle to the Grave like 20 times. Like, yeah, that's probably, probably one Romeo of my favorite almost... movies. Yeah, I got to watch it because I haven't seen it at all. It's like a good uh, movie. Romeo must die. <laughs> yeah, I remember this Romeo Must Die. I probably saw it like half a dozen times because you had like Movie Network back in the day. Yeah. And it was on there all the time, right? Yeah. So that's where I watched it all the time. That's fine. Terrible movie. Terrible, terrible movie. Oh, uh, I think that's what goes for a lot of fucking movies. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my favorite movies are terrible, to be fair. I can't really uh, talk yeah. about shit. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people that hate fucking Step Brothers, and that is literally all-time favorite. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's but then there's bad movies that I'm like, I don't know how people watch that. Like we I think we spoke about this before. Like yeah. there's another Fast and Furious movie coming out. Oh, I can't and wait. Again, I know. Like there you go. So I'm <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this. And CJ's another like, one. <laughs> keep it coming. Yeah. I can't I wait for can't Fast twenty eight. Yeah, I'll watch <laughs> that one too. It's gonna be Vin Diesel's kid. <laughs> eventually there'll be more fast and furious movies than there are two season of pods episodes they're just gonna out, out yeah, 100%, number 100%, yeah 100 percent. there's no way around it no there there isn't they're gonna catch up soon they're gonna be putting one out every fucking twice a week they might as well i don't know why they haven't already come on it can't be it can't be that much work covid must have put a damper on this they probably <laughs> would have had three movies come out by now if not I for think, COVID, yeah, in the last I, year. I think it's delayed at least a year. Maybe has to be. I think so. Well, is that movie coming out this year? I just I know I, that it's yeah, making it's coming out like uh, next month, May. Oh wow! Yeah, I think so. They're taking a risk, I guess. Eh? That well, I guess in the states, you kind of have to. A lot of kind of have to release. A lot of shit. people can. Yeah, like, I guess in the states, a lot of people can go to movie theaters. So true. Whereas. 
we seem to be going backwards here. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, elephant in the room. Why are we in two different locations? That is because I currently have COVID-19. Yeah, Chris, so, uh, Chris got the virus. <laughs> I have joined the ranks of the weak. Yes. I am a diminished citizen. I am scarred. I am a leper. <laughs> I am all of the bad things that you think I am. <laughs> oh, my God. But how are you? Like, you're feeling like, okay. I feel completely fine, yeah, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, it's uh, the, the way that I have been describing it is I felt like I had a sinus infection with a low fever. And that low yeah. fever only lasted like 36 hours. And I've been like, I've just, I've just been kind of congested in my sinuses. And you can't taste. That's it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I can't smell and taste anything. You that can't is smell either, right? Nothing. Oh, it's fuck. so weird. <laughs> so Chris texted me the other night. Was it last night? Uh, maybe, I think it was maybe Friday. The night, yeah, so Friday, a couple nights ago. This is and, Sunday uh, for people. He, I, I guess you were t- making sure you still had your senses, like you could taste and smell or whatever. He goes, I just gargled wild turkey like it was nothing. No taste yeah. whatsoever. I'm like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> so... So just for just so people, I'm sure people are wondering, how did I get it? Was I irresponsible? No, fuck you. Um, <laughs> weirdly enough, you know, all weirdly, they talk about on you the can new- get it from a giant rooftop pool party. Apparently, but I didn't get it from that. <laughs> I'm only joking. It'd be a much cooler story. Uh, I got it from my mother-in-law of all people. So when you watch the news or you hear all the COVID hype and propaganda about how people get it and who it's going to kill. It's always young people are going to give it to old people. But fuck you. Vice versa. Old people are giving it to young people. And this is a problem. We need to talk about this more, society. We need to fucking <laughs> shun these old people who go around giving it to the young and healthy. Yeah, especially these these guys that are getting their vaccines thinking they can fucking do whatever the hell they want again. Absolutely not. You're never allowed to do anything ever again. That's the rules now. Fuck yeah. you. Well, like, we have to live it with COVID forever now. <laughs> You know, we will. <laughs> I don't believe it, by the way. <laughs> but oh yeah, uh, we will. Yeah, we will be living with yeah, it. Yeah, it's right. it's not going anywhere. It's not like we killed the virus. We're just giving people vaccines so we're we're like immune to it and can deal uh, with it. Yeah. Well, the uh one thing that I'm happy about is I got the antibodies. I guess that's a plus side. Yeah, I guess. So but what you shouldn't do when you're in my situation is when you say you have the antibodies, tell people that, oh, no, I don't have to get the vaccine. Because when you say that, people's heads seem to fucking explode. <laughs> you don't have to get the vaccine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm fine. That's what the vaccine does. Gives you the antibodies. Grow up. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, by the way, just a disclaimer for anyone that's listening. If you thought COVID was going to make me shut the fuck up more about it. It's just no. emboldened me. <laughs> How did I know that was going to happen? <laughs> a lot of these are jokes, people, so don't get too sensitive. But um, <laughs> You know, damn well, if someone hears this, they're getting real sensitive. Yeah, but it's just, I'm just fucking around. Like, fuck. There's no point being upset about it. No. Here, it's but not here like is, you can go back and do anything different. Here you is my honest... Got it. Here's my honest take on COVID. It is exactly what I thought it was. 
I didn't mm -hmm. think it was worth being worried about. And it turns out that it wasn't worth being worried about for the vast majority of people. And by vast majority, I mean 99.9% .9 of people. Mm -hmm. But that's me. I'm not a fucking doctor. Obviously, we've mentioned that a million times. Wait, but hey, that's my take. You're not a gynecologist? Nope, not at all. Weird. And if and my mother-in-law is just about 60 and she passed it on to us. And now my father, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, my wife, who is pregnant, unfortunately, we all have it. But only me and my mother-in-law showed symptoms, and my brother-in-law and father-in-law have very minor, like minor, minor symptoms that started today, a mm -hmm. week after. So everybody's healthy on this end, which is the main thing. Yeah, that's good. At least your your symptoms aren't too bad, but it is yeah, it is still fucking crazy out there. Apparently. Do you want yeah. to read the post? Do you have the post up? Yeah, I guess we can get into it now. I was just going to say, if we, let's bang this out and then. Yeah, let's get through the, we're, we are going to talk a little Since bit. Since we're about already COVID on people. COVID. Yeah, we're on the topic. It is the topic of our discussion right now, but. Um, so I wanted to bring this up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can chime in because I'm sure you have. I've got much some more, more shit yeah, that I want to talk about. Yeah, you got more than I do. But I saw this the other day and it's uh, from our good friend. Audrey, CJ's wife, and she is an ICU nurse, just for context. And uh, for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, uh, in Ontario, I guess things are bad, to say the least, as far as space for hospital room and trained staff and all of that stuff. So, But the thing is that you're seeing from the politicians and media is that, oh, we're just going to add more of this, more of that, as if it's just a quick fix. And uh, my good friend Audrey said that she made a post sort of poo-pooing that. I just wanted to share this because I thought it was important for everyone to hear. Because when I read it, I was 100%. like, holy fuck. I didn't know that. So, yeah. And I've got more to add on to that. Yeah. So this is from uh, three days ago, which I guess was April 16th. Uh, okay. Everyone thinks that we can just add more beds to solve the problem. There are no more nurses. None. Our 21-bed ICU has expanded into other areas or the hospital of the hospital slowly taking over and engulfing other units and the supply slash beds that, that accompany them. Our ICU registered nurses are being asked to take care of, the mo of more than the safe amount of patients. The worst part is no one cares. The hospital administration is asking us to dig deeper within ourselves and to learn how to spread yourself thin. They are relying on us for not only providing and maintaining an excellence in nursing care, but setting up units and training more staff all while caring for your loved ones. There is no more time within a day. I work all my shifts with no breaks, no water, no food because I can't take off my mask and I can't leave my patients because there is no one who can watch them. I spend my shifts with people who are scared either because they are so sick or they are redeployed staff who don't know how to care for the intubated and ventilated patients. I am asked to be more than a nurse every day and there is nothing in return. No help. No one who is coming, coming to help us. We are slowly drowning. We are literally slowly taking away our own mental well-being and physical bodies. You can't dig deeper when there is nothing left. Our nurses are suffering. I go to work now, not because I feel empowered to help but and be a nurse. I go to work so that I can be there for my friends and colleagues. I can help them so that together we can possibly take care of each other. I go there to ensure that while we are being chipped away, maybe I can ensure my nurse friends 
are not being chipped of their last piece. And that was in response to the health minister of Ontario, Christine Elliott, promising 350 new ICU beds as cases surged throughout Ontario. Yeah, so just to go on more about that, I've got a bunch of shit here written down. So for an ICU, um, 17-bed ICU, which is where Audrey works, that's the amount of beds on a regular, like before COVID, it requires 54 nurses. And that's for 24 hours. That's um, four beds, you said, sorry? 17 beds requires 54 50. nurses. Jesus, okay. And where Audrey's working was already short-staffed pre-COVID. So they're already working with less than the required number of nurses. Uh, once they're 18, 17 beds, uh, once COVID hit, they bumped it to 21. That was at the start of COVID. The second wave, they opened up an additional unit so that they could hold 25 beds and more if needed. And now with the third wave, uh, they are currently, as we speak, expanding to 54 beds. Um, Jesus. With no increase of nurses. Uh, they're sending in nurses from other departments to help, but uh, they're not trained in anything regarding the ICU. They're scared because they don't know how to care for such sick patients. Um, they're now starting to train all these additional nurses over a one, maybe a two-day PowerPoint presentation. Jesus Christ. Yeah. where uh, So Audrey, uh, prior going into ICU, had to do, I think it was a f three or four-month uh, schooling down at, uh, one of the universities downtown. So four months every day, like five days a week, you're in school doing it, practicing it. You got practical tests, you got written tests is now into a one day presentation. And those, and just because I can, I have a very limited understanding of that four month course. These four month courses are not uh, oh, it's only four months. How much training is that? Those are condensed courses. So a four-month oh, course is yeah, something that... Like fast tracks. Exactly. So this is something that if you were to go to university or college for a full... You would you would do this over two semesters. Yeah. So just for anyone who's out there confused and thinking that it's not a lot. It's, yeah. It's condensed time. You're getting a lot of information in a very short period of time. And now they're just giving it to them in a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. In like four to six hours. But you know what's interesting that you say that and that shoots down a lot of the, sh I was saying stuff earlier because you would see, for example, the hospital in Newmarket laid off 200 nurses, I believe in December or November yep. as we're in the second wave in Ontario yeah, is crazy. Hold on. Still locked down. And that's because a lot of, here's the sat, here's the part that a lot of people don't like to tell people is that a lot of hospitals are empty except for people dealing with COVID. So because surgeries get canceled, you've got nurses that are in there that only deal with surgeries. You've got various wings. It's like different departments at an, at an office job. You have people that deal in accounting or whatever. And when those places aren't busy, they do layoffs. Now, that said, my original thought was, why can't we repurpose these nurses to help out with the ICU? Obviously, I'm naive and don't know the full extent of 100%. it, even though, so, I'm, even though so I'm with Audrey. I, I, I agree with you on that. Like, I don't, I don't think any layoffs should have happened. And I don't think like, that's just, I don't know if 
I've never heard of it like other hospitals around here laying off a bunch of other ones or a bunch of nurses. It was just it's happened one. elsewhere as well. I Has believe. it? Yeah. Um, anyways, instead of laying them off, give them again. Maybe take a week and let them five days, uh, like uh, in a week, train them. So okay, they're not going to be able to do everything. But if they can put in IVs, they know how to monitor meds and all this other stuff. At least then, when you take send, some burden off of the existing yeah, nurses in there, yeah, they're still going to have to do a lot of the work. But somebody else is there to monitor the other patients. I still have a lot more here that I want to get through. Yeah, go for it. So they've uh, shut down all elective surgeries uh, and have asked doctors and surgeons to help in the ICU. Just a quick note on that too. It's if you go through and read the elective surgeries, and I'm putting that in quotations, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that make that list that aren't exactly elective. Oh, you know what I, I mean? It's I, yeah. like these are these are life these are life changing surgeries for a lot of people too. So, hundred um, percent. But elective is a fancy word of making it seem like it's not that big a fucking deal. Like, oh, you want to get your true. tits done? We're not doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> true, but um, just to go off like shutting down surgeries and everything. Uh, since the beds have been, or the ICUs have been like expanded so many times, if one of your loved ones have to go and get like life-saving surgery or end up in the ICU to some crazy circumstance, just know that they're now not getting a hundred percent of the care that they could have, because that one nurse is now spread between like five patients instead of like one to two. Yeah. Which which is a scary thing in the and the overlap that we don't think about either, right? Yeah. So uh, keep in mind that um, the only pandemic pay that the nurses have received was for a four-month period. I think it was a four-month period. And that was during the first wave. And they received that, um, I think it was like October-ish. So now, they got it six months after it was promised, right? Yeah. So they, they were supposed to get it, uh, I believe, back in like June or July. That never happened. Apparently, I don't know if this is for all hospitals, but the hospital that Audrey worked at or works at, um, they received it. They had the pandemic pay there. They held it for another three or four months. Then they gave it to all the nurses in a lump sum, which got then taxed way more than it would if it rolled out slowly. Yeah, which infuriates me because if the government's paying it, Give it to your fucking thing because, yeah. like you said, you paid in a lump sum. Lump sum is the highest tax bracket. 65%, maybe more, is going to go straight back to the government. If the government's paying it, these hospitals should have been paying their fucking employees. And I believe it's not only her hospital that's done that. I've heard yeah. of other people working at other hospitals that weren't receiving the pay that was that Promise. the hospital was getting. The, homis, yeah, the hospital, they, they got right it. Those, they're they they're billing the government yeah. Yeah, because but, they're turning um, around and investing it. So there's been no increased pay to nurses. Um, the hospital, yeah, that's don't, a lie. They they don't even give them free parking. <laughs> like and parking's not cheap at hospitals, as everyone. So knows. the only pandemic pay they've got was for that four month period. We're still in the fucking pandemic, and there's more work now than there was at the beginning of it. And they yeah, haven't the received that- any increased pay. Just let me let me get through. Yeah, this. yeah, go 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 go. Um, so normally pre COVID, uh, Audrey would care for one to two patients max. Um, 
and two being like it was absolutely needed. Um, the uh, patients are incubated and are on breathing machines. They have uh, two to three medications uh, in, for um, infusions just for, to control blood. Now she's caring for four to five patients at a time instead of that one to two. So now you're spread between four to five patients for every, like nothing, like they still have to do all those other things. They still have to control blood, all the medications, make sure everything's good. And you have four or five patients now when it used to be one to two. Um, and this is just a little something. So Audrey also doesn't like being called a hero. The hospital uses it against her, stating that uh, it uh, it's her job to be a hero and help everyone, and it is just what she signed up to do. Don't get it wrong. She absolutely cares about helping people, but the hospital does not even provide basic things to make sure she can do her job properly. And again, they're not they're not staffing or training other nurses to come in and actually provide proper quality help care. and quality yeah. care. So again, if, if a loved one goes into the hospital right now and has to go in ICU, you're not getting that care that you should be getting. This is the thing that is bothered me throughout this entire pandemic is that we have a, we have a healthcare system, right? Yeah. But since the pandemic started, the healthcare system is now a COVID system. So if you don't have anything to do with COVID, you can fuck off. Mm -hmm. If you need fucking elective surgeries, again, I'm using that term fucking loosely because we all know what those really are. Um, if you need elective surgeries, if, like you said, CJ, you end up in the ICU, now that ICU care is far less superior or, sta or it's significantly diminished the care just yeah. due to the numbers that they have to deal with. So yeah. we don't have a healthcare system. We have a COVID system that only deals with you if you have COVID. And if you don't, you can fuck off. Like if you need to go to the dentist, no. If you need <laughs> to go to do this, no. Everything is just revolved around COVID. And I understand that COVID is a serious thing and it affects a lot of people. Obviously, look at the situation in the ICU rooms. They're, they're spread pretty fucking thin. Yeah. So I'm not diminishing that. But what I am saying is this is exposing the fucking flaws with our amazing healthcare system that we like to fucking tout because yeah. it's not that fucking amazing. And it never was. It's just a lot of people are going to go, oh, well, it's fucking this, it's that. It's not good. If you don't have COVID, fuck off. Yeah. You, don't get, you don't get treatment here. I, I just, like, over, over the year, because it's been a, over a year now since COVID yeah. hit, the fact that they were understaffed going into COVID and haven't done anything about it over the entire year. They've hired Tells you everything you need to know. They've hired um, like agency nurses, which again, when they come in, they're not getting tripled or quadruple patients. They're getting the minimum. They have nothing to worry about. They're getting paid more. So the, the hospital what is an is, agency nurse. Sorry, just I don't know. Just like so, uh, it's like so a hospital again if they're short staffed, or even uh, a clinic and they need somebody a nurse to come in. There's these agencies out there that you can reach out and say we need two nurses for th these yeah. days, and then 
hire those nurses. But instead of increasing the pay for the nurses you already have or trying to find more nurses, you're calling in these other ones and paying like twice as much to hire these other nurses because the agency's taking a cut. Yep. Which is usually a third of their pay. And let's yeah, be honest, it those like nurses a, aren't getting like, like $20 an hour. Yeah. Um, but so the the docs and surgeons, and this is regarding Audrey's hospital, uh, since they've been asked to come in and help in uh, other units, if they come in and work in the intensive care units um, from 7 a.m. to midnight, they get a, an additional $385 an hour. And the nurses and, and people nurses that are actually running these places get nothing. nothing. Yeah. Um, and I and I believe that government care, and I, I'm not a fucking snob, but I think it was only four bucks an hour as well. Like it wasn't a it wasn't a huge a huge oh, bump where you would notice it. Yeah, the, the pandemic, pandemic pay. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a like it was a it was a little bit. Especially there was yeah, there was other shit for if you worked overtime hours, you saw an additional like hundred dollars, two hundred dollars for the week. Not sure if that's actually a hundred percent, but it was something yeah. along that lines. If you took overtime, you made extra. But like again, if you work from midnight to seven a.m., any of these doctors or surgeons, they make an additional four hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Like, how does how are you able to give them this much more money? Yeah, where's but the justification not, behind that? But you can't give your nurses a bump in pay. You can't even give them free fucking parking. At the hospital. That parking thing drives me fucking crazy. Like, the, it, it, it's drive me crazy since Audrey started working at the hospital. Um, the, yeah, the, the fact, fact that, that... The fact ever, that they have to fucking pay yeah. to The fact to that park ever there. in the existence of hospitals that they still charge your employees. Because <clears throat> yeah. hospital it's parking a discounted is exorbitant. Rate. Chris, it's a discounted rate. Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, I'm yeah, sorry. It's a discounted rate of probably $2. <laughs> for $20 parking. I was from the start of this pandemic to be actually from before this pandemic till about a month ago, I was more or less working in a major hospital downtown throughout yeah. this entire thing. So I know firsthand I had to park a couple blocks away to get parking that was affordable. Reasonable. Yeah. Affordable. Yeah. yeah. And I it, was it's so it's insane. Like, how can you justify um Telling your docs and surgeons if they come in, like I get it, there there should be an increased pay for them. I'm not saying there shouldn't be, but no. three hundred and eighty five dollars an hour on top of their original pay, like that's an increase to and, what their hourly is. And here's the other thing: the, they're human beings, so they're like it, a hospital isn't like any other place. If you want to work overtime at a, at a job, some people stay to do the overtime. There's a lot of people, I'm going to use a construction site because that's what I'm most familiar with. So if overtime is being offered at a construction site and 20 guys volunteer, you're probably going to have 15 that are there to work and get get the extra money. You're going to have five that are there just to get the extra money, but they don't really plan on working. So if we're going to pretend that because they were scrubs that that some of these guys aren't just there to collect the extra 400 oh, fucking dollars an hour, I think we're all kind of fooling ourselves. Uh, Audrey told me a story. There was a guy that came in uh, one of the docs and like, obviously he learned about this, but when you're 
a surgeon and whatever, you're just slicing and dicing, you're fucking doing your job. There's nurses there to help you and other people to control meds and do all this other shit. So as you do it for so many years, there's little things that you forget about. And they were looking at the monitors and he's like, what, what's all this? And it's literally like all the meds that are being pushed like every half hour. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's the guy that's getting an additional $385 to work. Wondering what the fuck he's looking at. Yeah. Doesn't even know what the fuck he's yeah. doing. Like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Well, here's Give that guy a hundred dollars and spread that other $385 between the other nurses that are working right now. Just back to something that you said earlier when you're running through your, your notes there. Something that struck me as well is it sounds nonchalant when it's like, oh, someone's intubated and there's medicines and all this stuff that need to be cared for. And we've gone from maximum two to one to five to one for an average person. And now I'm very close with you guys, obviously. So I yeah. get these little tidbits information. But for the average Joe listening, I'm just going to explain what that means. You're keeping these people alive mm -hmm. because they're they're basically in a coma. Well, I think they are in a coma and yeah. they need to eat. They need to stay alive. They need to get their medicines. They need to do all this stuff. So the amount of care that's required just to keep one person in a coma or intubated state is insane. And if you're going to ask and the people that care for them, it's not the doctors. It's the nurses do all this. The yeah. nurses run the show. The doctors come around, check and the doctors have an important job and I'm not diminishing them even a little bit, but there's people that run the show and we all, and that's the nurses and yeah. they keep the people alive. And now they're being asked to be stretched way beyond their means. And the fucking thing, the fact that they can sit there and say, just dig deeper, just try Dude, a in bit an, harder. In an fuck email. you. How about that? How yeah. about that? How about that's you what fuck I said. yourself? You that's fucking what, asshole. That's what I said. I'm like, I would yeah. I'd literally write that in there. Tell them to eat, lick my ass. Yeah. Fuck, fuck off. off. I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you next week. Maybe. What are you going to do? You're going to fire me? You don't know. That's have what I said. That's what I said. What are yeah. you going to do? You're already short staffed already. I, we want a pay raise. We want this. You're not going to give it to us. See ya. Yeah. And, and the thing is they're playing on. I don't they're using that. Getting, hero I don't get, shit. You, well, it's not just that that's bad too, but, if you get into healthcare or any sort of personal care, you care about the average person on a different level than, say, you or I, 100%. right? Or anyone who doesn't get into that. And if you don't think that they're not fucking playing on these people care, they're not going to walk away from their patients. They're going to stick around and get the job done because they will, because they're better people than you and I. They're good yeah. people. And 100%. that's why they do the job in the first place. But the fucking hospital turns around, holds that over their heads. Yeah. And takes advantage of them. Yeah. And it's fucking wrong. So when Sorry, when the ahead. when the hospital started to like increase the number of patients they were giving like per nurse, my biggest thing was, okay, so what's your regular amount of people you're supposed to care for at once? One to two. Well, now you're giving me three? Like three was like a big jump at the beginning. And it's like you look at all these other things where um, all these other incidences where something happens in ICU or just in the hospital in general where a nurse might have done something or a nurse, I should say, did something, whether they got verbal confirmation from a doc, whatever it was, to do something, it all ends up coming back on the nurse. And then at yeah, the end of the day, yeah, yeah, and then at the end of the day, they just Who go, told you to well, do that? 
they're Why not, did you do that? they're not working with us anymore. They're not at the hospital. And now they lose their license. They lose all this other shit. So I'm like, they you need to do, I need, I, I told her, I'm like, you need to do whatever you like you have to do to stay safe. If you can't yeah. handle three, tell them and don't just verbally tell them, send an email to your manager, their manager and the CEO. Get it in writing. Copy and now everyone. it's in, now it's in writing. Now you have proof. It was sent out. This is, these are your concerns. And then now you're documented and can't come back on you. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's wild. Th- there's one message that's being pushed out there by the politicians that are saying basically stiff upper lip. We're doing really well here. Our hospital workers are heroes. They're great people. All this shit. And then they turn around and give them no support. Yeah. And just expect and just expect all these magic things to happen. So I, I was I didn't like I said. There's yeah, I'm still processing some of the information you said as well. That stick with me. I didn't realize a lot of the shit about the healthcare system before this. Obviously, I get insider shit from Audrey and stuff and deal yeah. talking with you. Yeah, you get like little snippets every once in a little, while. Little I just get little snippets. So I know like I know one tenth of one percent more than the average person. Yeah. And the shit that I know is like, holy fuck, I had no idea it's that bad. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. So if this can sort of even if it's to a very small audience, fucking open up some eyes going, okay, yeah, things aren't exactly as we're portraying them to be. It's not just writing a number on a piece of paper saying 350 ICU beds, because that's it's basically magic, it sounds like. Oh, you can, you can well, put, you can put, they, they put make 10, it sound like they're yeah, the, the, the greatest magi- magicians. Fucking Rob yeah. should take notes. Fuck, dude, it's wild. Like, like yeah, it's absolutely absurd what they're I, doing. I remember you telling me this is probably back in October or November that when Audrey first got like quadruple shifted where she had to care for four patients at a time. Yeah. Um, and you telling me like how big a deal that is and how that should never happen and how it should be maximum if in a worst case scenario too. And I didn't realize, I only realized now if you ran off those numbers that their capacity was still only 21 and now they're going to go up to 54. So 54. what in the fuck? So that's, they were getting quadrupled at capacity. I didn't real. I thought they would have already expanded to a certain number, but they were nowhere they're near just this expanding. New yeah, they're just expanding. Yeah. Like literally, so they went from, let me pull this back up here. They went from, uh, so pre-COVID, there were 17 beds. Then they went to 21. Then they went to 25. And then they had additional ones if needed, but they were trying to keep the limit at 25. And this doesn't account for staff too. This is just, no, no, no. this, this is, doesn't mean that you it's have not like, staff. It's yeah. not like when they increased a bed, they hired four new nurses. No. Yeah. They just added those four new beds. Is that the number for, for every bed you need four nurses? Is that, sort I don't of know. The, I'm just, you, well, just like, saying, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Cause for 17 beds, they, it required uh 54 nurses. So whatever the since, fucking math is, I, have a I think I said right three here. nurses per patient. 54 nurses, 17 beds. Yeah, it's three nurses. So basically, yeah. and that, and you said they were understaffed. So let's just say it's four, four to one. So yeah. for every ICU bed at, you add, you probably have to add a minimum of four nurses with highly trained specializations in how to deal with people that are going to be in those beds. Yeah. Like, again, there's, there's two to three meds just to keep like 
their um, their blood under control, their blood pressure under control. Never mind everything else. Not never mind the the meds to keep them sedated, and all this other shit. Turning them, making sure that they're clean, all this other shit. Like, who's 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 fucking doing all that other shit? Now you like someone has to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's infuriating. And now uh, her hospital is expanding to fifty four beds. Yeah, it's a magic number. It sounds like literally. Like, Like I said, you could write any number down on that piece of paper. Doesn't mean it's going to be true. And and the thing that is scary is it's COVID. Uh, most people don't have an adverse reaction to COVID, thankfully, mm-hmm. and our hospitals are still overwhelmed. Like there's thousands of cases a day, and the hospitalizations and deaths have relatively remained the same throughout the whole time, which is positive because the hosp- hospitalizations aren't exactly spiking because it's not that serious of a virus. Sorry if that upsets people for me saying that. Well, but I'm just, just I'm just generalizing with my words for yeah, like it, it there there are are a lot of cases where it's either mild symptoms, no symptoms, you still have it, but then there are cases where they need to be uh, intubated and put yeah, into and that's the where I was ICU going with that is shit. that if like I said, I've got it right now, my family has it. Um, luckily, we're all fine. Very mild symptoms, which is what most people have. Uh, Anyone I know that's got it, for the most part, is skated through relatively unharmed. But there's always those situations where people they it gets it hits them in a bad way. They got to end up in the yeah, hospital. Now you're going, yeah. Now you're going into the hospital, and there's no one there to care for you, which is scary to hear that. Yeah, because that's the reality: is that you're going in there, and there's well, not you would enough hope to go in to there to to get the care that you actually need. You assume you assume going into a hospital that's the safest place to be. For situations like that, but it sounds like it might not be the case. And surprise, surprise, fucking politicians lie. Who the fuck knew? Really? Who hasn't been sounding this alarm bell forever? Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, hope I I did that. I hope uh, I did that a little bit of justice. Uh, You said a lot of shit that I had no idea. I would like to get Audrey on the podcast. Whether she wants to come on and talk about it is up to her. But, um, yeah, because I think be she would she would say it a lot better than my dumb. Well, yeah, she would. can. Yeah, but yeah, you did a <laughs> you did a good job explaining it. And also, I mean, you you've lived this too for the last year as well. You know the ins and outs. You were with her, like she was an ICU nurse before a pandemic. So you have the an understanding of sort of the general ins and outs as much as you can, I suppose. Yeah. Right, without yeah. getting into the obvious technical shit that you and I would just be. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you've lived it too, and you you did a pretty fucking good job of saying those numbers. And those numbers scared the fuck out of me because I didn't realize it was. Yeah, it's it's, it's brutal, crazy. We, it and and literally, they're sending an email saying, "Dig deeper, learn to spread yourself thin." What? Hey, bitch! That is that is Suck an insane thing. Yeah, here's oh, oh here's so something else you didn't mention. They've ca- they canceled all of their right off the hop. They canceled all of their vacation all that time. Oh, yeah, Did they yeah, pay yeah. them out for it? No, absolutely so, not. They didn't pay them all that shit. Like fuck, like they just do all this shit and they're like, "Oh, dig in. You got this. Spread, yeah. Learn to spread yourself thin." Yeah. Who the fuck wrote this? And where the fuck are you? Because yeah, I'm pretty honestly, sure you're not no, you sending this email is sitting not, at home. Yeah, you're not spreading yourself fucking thin. You have no. no idea what we're going through, you fucking dirtbag. Yeah. So why don't you fucking keep 
you wasted everyone's time by making us read this fucking drivel. Yeah. When I could have been doing something more important. Yeah. Like it's... not getting infuriated because you <laughs> sent me a stupid fucking email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, when she, oh, when she, man. when she showed me that email, I was like, are you fucking serious? Who had the audacity to fucking write that? The like honestly is right yeah who has the balls <laughs> like who's the fucking guy like i want to know like yeah okay whoever it is needs to go and spend a 12-hour shift with a Fuck nurse that. i want to party the, with that person from the t- <laughs> from the time <laughs> the nurse gets there to the time the nurse leaves because there's days especially now where uh audrey shift and ends at 7 30 a.m yeah. or p.m and she's not leaving the hospital till 8.30. I don't think she left the other night till 9. Mm-hmm. Trying to... And that's 12 hours, like, as I read at the beginning. That's no food. That's no water. That's no stopping. Yeah, because you can't take off your PPE. Literally, and, literally run off your feet. Uh, so when they, the most when they expanded the last time, they expanded into, like, a whole new wing. And it was like, that's just COVID. Um. Audrey was saying that the janitors weren't even going in there to clean the garbage, take out the trash, clean the floors. Like, so, so it's now a, it's a mess. Now on top of that, they're having to empty their the garbages and as they're caring for patients. It's fucked, man. It's absolute. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, we have a we have a horrible healthcare system, and I and I hope that doesn't upset people. But you just have to look at it for what of it for what it is. We don't have a healthcare system that is designed to deal with any contingencies. We don't, we are, we're not proactive. We don't, you would have thought like to what you, to, to your point earlier, CJ, this is not a new thing. This is over a year. We've been dealing with this. Has yeah. the hospital gone out and actively tried to train properly, properly train new nurses? Have they tried to hire? Have they tried to do this, that? No, they're just fucking not, not just, well. If if they have, well they're not all. doing it. They're putting, they're putting band-aids on broken arms. You know, yeah. it's 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 shocking. And that's that's one hospital in a in the GTA out of fucking dozens that are probably dealing with the exact same thing. Yep. And then there's hundreds throughout the province that are probably dealing with this with this to a lesser scale because here's the other reality that no one likes to talk about. A lot of these hospitals are empty in a lot of parts of Ontario because COVID hasn't affected a lot of parts of Ontario. Yeah. And so you've got hospitals that aren't allowed to do surgeries, aren't allowed to do this, and they're sitting there empty. And those nurses are getting sent home because they're getting laid off. Sorry, there's no work. The Ontario Hospital Association told people to stop doing surgeries. We can't do surgeries. Yeah. You got to go home. So you got nurses sitting at home all over the province who could be repurposed to help, at least in some capacity. Yeah. You know, it's it's shocking. But again, like, I don't understand why, why it's taken so long, like, they're doing a fucking PowerPoint presentation to get a nurse to somewhat help in the ICU. How, That's an how, embarrassment. How in your fucking head does that make sense? The nurses that are in the ICU had to go through, uh, we'll say a four-month fast-track program to work in the ICU. And now we're going to give these other nurses uh, a one-day PowerPoint, and they'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, yeah. Chris, they'll dig deep. They'll dig deep. I've heard they've been learning. I've got an episode name already. I just, I've got, yeah, dig deep. (laughs) Fucking episode 34. 
Here I was Jesus. thinking this was going to be about me. Chris has COVID. Nope. Deep deep, <laughs> yeah. It's time to dig go. Deep, Chris. <laughs> dig deep, Chris. Oh you know what? Uh, the one thing I am looking forward to is being called a survivor. Audrey may not want to be called a hero, but I'm looking forward to being called You're a COVID a, survivor. survivor. Yeah, oh I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you this right now. I am fucking calling you that shit. Uh, I demand you to because it's now my pronoun. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, you can suck my ass. <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm just going to take you to the Human Rights Tribunal. Right. And that goes for all you fuckers out there listening. Uh, my pronouns are I'll now gladly COVID attend. survivor. I'll and I will take attend. hero as a replacement. So, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, jokes. Shit. Well, again, I, I hope I did that some justice. Uh, yeah, you did a great job. Fuck, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get Audrey on here and she can actually give her two Yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't really discuss how deep we were going to go with this. I texted you just because I saw no, that. Yeah, I just wanted to say that and, and just get it out there, honestly. Yeah. I don't I really... Mean, I don't really have a whole lot more to go, like to expand on. I'm not the one in there. No, exactly. I think we've sort of reached out. I mean, it's just it's been basically our own opinions on just it. Anyway. Give more it's just more information. Like it's not as yeah. easy as yeah. You know, let's just give you some more beds. It's not. It's yeah, not. It's that simple. And that's people that say that are are absurd. And there's a lot of people that hear that and go, "Oh, well, they they're, they've given oh, they've, more beds. Yeah, we've got more beds." The that government doesn't... said there was going to be more beds. What's yeah. what exactly is the problem? <laughs> Are these nurses not not digging deep enough? I don't I think, think they're. Like, I don't think they're spreading themselves as thin as they could, Chris. By the way, that spread yourself thin sounds almost like a sexual euphemism. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh man, and that could be used in a few dirty ways, and I'm 100%. thinking of some as we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! All right, let's uh, change yeah. topics. Let's yeah. Change topics. So sorry, people. COVID talks over, but it it was apt for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm a survivor. Yeah. Number two, uh, we have a Huge my good problem. friend Audrey and CJ's wife, and she's been put All through the fucking friends. ringer, and I and I feel for, her and I fucking yeah. am happy that it's her doing it, and I would want nobody else to look after me if I had to go there, but. It's uh, Agreed. it's just an unfortunate fucking situation. So yeah, it's it's crazy. All right, uh, yo, uh, did you end up watching that? Okay. The the fight last night. <laughs> I want to talk. Okay, so I want to talk. Yeah, about yeah I want to talk the, about this too. For the Jake not Paul the f- versus yeah. Ben Askren uh, boxing match. And for those of you who don't know, Jake Paul is a huge YouTuber. Apparently, he was on Disney Channel. Um news to me they they brought that up in uh some of the the videos they were showing like uh leading up to the fight and um one of the videos during the fight and then ben Askren is a bellator mma uh champion and also fought in the ufc uh he was like top 10 wasn't i believe he? he's also a gold medal olympic uh, wrestler. olympian yeah yeah gold, gold medal uh, uh wrestler yeah he knows his shit uh the reason that this is worth talking about and people please don't tune out just because we're, but if you think we're going to get into a fighting topic, no. this has, th- th- we're going to talk about this because this was the biggest shit show I've the ever production? seen in my entire life. The production was out of its fucking mind. Hey, Go you know it. what? So the, the, the production was absolutely out of mind, but looking back on it, I almost think that's what they want. Like they wanted it to be like that. I think they were, I think you might be right. 
Pete Davidson was there. Snoop Dogg was commentating. Mario Lopez was there. I think Mario actually knows a fair bit about boxing. Mario Lopez was the only one on that broadcast that was actually trying to talk about boxing while boxing was happening. So was that other guy? Otherwise, the guy on the far left. Yeah, they got, but he was the he was a color commentator. He had to, sure, you know. Um, But yeah, but it uh, was a disaster. They had another. uh, They had a comedian that was up there commentating. Uh, Pete Davidson was there. There was Oscar De La Hoya came in. Snoop Dogg came in. It was a round table. Everybody was smoking uh, Snoop's weed. And drinking heavily the whole time. It was, it was literally cigarettes. a party for everybody that was there. It was and, so bizarre to watch. Uh, you want to talk about I out know. of touch with reality. They had a slap fight during the whole thing. And it was like WWE <laughs> shit. Like, oh my God. Like it was like some WWE met uh, boxing, met MMA, met fucking real housewives. Like it was Hosted fucking by wild. Ric Flair. literally i'm not making that up like rick flair was was hosting it it was so fucking crazy to watch like i couldn't i couldn't believe what we were watching and hate to say it all right so thankfully i didn't pay for it (laughs) yeah we we didn't watch obviously i'm at home self-isolating uh but cj was like do you want to watch this he found a free stream for us so we were kind of texting as it was going on. I just want to explain this to people, just how usual fight productions and pay-per-views work. So this wasn't cheap. This was 50 bucks. I believe that's US too. So you're probably yeah, looking. It was. It is probably after taxes, it was probably in the $70, $75 range Canadian to buy. So usually when you pay for a pay-per-view fight or MMA, what you do is you pay for it and you get four or five fights and you sit down, pay-per-view kicks in, and now you now you watch fighting. That did not happen on this <laughs> on this pay-per-view. Pay-per-view nope. kicked in at nine. You watched a lot of celebrities joke, smoke weed, drink together. Which literally was, party. Literally, they were partying. And yeah. you, there was, seemed to be nobody in charge of like what was happening. And then it just turned into a concert for what would you say, an hour and a half? Yeah, for almost, I think it was like two hours. So the first fight. Con- if, it was just music. Yeah, so the first fight if you can call it a fight, was between two celebrities who like beefed in a fucking, literally beefed in a nightclub and now they wanted to fight. So so the one guy actually had fights previously. He had like eight or nine fights. Yeah, previously. Joe Fournier. Yeah. yeah. He's some and billionaire. Then he's, or he stopped for like, I think, I think he said like four years and that was his first fight back and he was saying he wanted the fight to like go on just to kind of get rid of uh, the like cobwebs in the ring and shit and like kind of get the feel for it again because i think he's gonna try to go back into it and get more fights going forward but yeah that would like this the one guy like at least he kept his hands up the other guy like he kept his hands up but like he did that guy had been boxing for the other guy was a guy named raycon who's some latin singer rapper i'm not sure i've never heard of him not trying to disrespect him i just don't know no no, yeah, yeah um so that's so that all right. So you you go on a pay per view. You got fifteen minutes of nonsense celebrities drinking, literally partying, like CJ says. Yeah. Then you have the world's shittiest fight between two am very very amateur boxers. I think. Like I yep. know that Fournier had fights and stuff. But oh he yeah, looked yeah, yeah, not good. He should have floored the guy and like 
This is literally how they introduced him. Fournier has eight professional fights. He's been doing this, whatever. Hasn't fought in a couple seven of years, knockouts. but whatever. <laughs> then, they in, then they bring in, yeah, seven knockouts. They bring it, and then they say Raycon. Oh, he's been training for just about a month now. Has just, he, o- like, just over a month, Just over said. a month now. I texted Chris. I'm like, hang on, what? Yeah. Come <laughs> and, on, people. Like, good for him for stepping in the ring, I guess. But at the same time, like, I hope your paycheck was worth it. I don't think because so, fuck man. What I'm what I'm fucking wondering about this because how many music acts were there? Seven. It like, was like a concert pop. slash fucking boxing event. Yeah. So there's the you like have f- the sh- you have the shitty fight, and then it just then it's like the the Black Keys play, which is cool, yeah. and then another yeah. artist comes up, and then another artist comes up. You're like, okay, but it's not like Can they're I just doing one fight? song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're doing another song. No, they're, they're doing, doing like three, three or songs four sets. songs. They're doing like 20 minute sets. Yeah. And I think three or four artists went up. The and I I and then our stream cut out, but I think we miss I think you and I missed two other artists perform while we were trying to find another stream. So I think there was five artists perform in one period between the very first fight, which you paid fifty fucking US dollars for, supposedly. Yeah. And yeah, because it was that fight. Then there you get was a shitty like, fight, and then you get people talking. Also, while that fight was going on, Paul Davidson walked up into the booth, and they cut away from the fight while it was happening to show Paul Davidson. Pete, Pete Davidson. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old and out of touch. It's official. Yeah. To show you did him text me that last fucking, night too. <laughs> to fucking shake hands with Mario Lopez and watch them literally yeah. take selfies together. They literally stopped showing the fight. And just showed Pete fucking shaking hands with everybody. Like it was absurd. Yo, show the fucking fight. It was this a is a boxing show. event. We're trying to watch the fights. But Not that one fight, fight, that fight was fucking uh like two older guys. I don't even know who they were. They were no just duking it. Apparently, so after the fight, it seemed like they had beef on the streets, and instead of like taking it thug life they took it to the ring and dealt it in the ring now which good, i went good I endorsed, on them yeah 100 percent. but not for 50 fucking u.s dollars <laughs> yeah pay-per-view yeah and then uh and then frank Muir fought actually he frank did a lot better than i thought he was gonna do he lost um, though right i fell asleep before yeah he that did fight ended. he he did he did lose it went, yeah went all six rounds okay. so like kudos to him he's fucking 276 pounds Went He's six gigantic. rounds. Yeah. A huge man. Uh, so big. Went and six Frank Mir, just for those listening, is an ex UFC fighter, world champion, champion defeated yep. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, but not a boxer. Yeah. So different, and then, different, different game. Then there was another fight. I don't know who it was, but the one guy had blue hair. And uh, I think he, he went down. He said he got hit in the nuts. They watched the replay. He literally got hit in um like his uh his liver with the guy's wrist. Like it wasn't even like a clean shot to the liver. The guy got it looked like he quit. He pretty much everybody was saying like he just kind of gave up. He was losing the fight and like he was getting beat up. Um, I'm surprised uh he didn't get knocked out. Um, but yeah, he got this little measly hit. To the to the liver, it was almost like to the hip. And I'm just reading he just about went it down now. 
and it like, like he said he was it was a nut shot. Yeah. yeah, and then so apparently according to boxing rules, you have five minutes. If it was a low blow, you have five minutes to like get yourself back sorted and then continue to fight. If you don't continue to fight, it's considered a forfeit. You lose. So that's pretty much what happened. And then we had the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. And uh, that lasted a whole minute and like 30 seconds. And honestly, looking when it first happened, I'm like, fuck, like they the ref stopped it way too soon. Like should should have let him get up, go again. But then I watched some shit this morning and when it was a little weird because like the ref said, Jake, stay in your fucking corner. And he, Jake kind of like once Ben stood up, Jake kind of like went in to like go box again. The ref hasn't cleared anything. He was like still counting. It's like, what the one, what the fuck are you doing? Stay in your fucking corner, relax. Yeah. And then the ref is like trying to get Ben all good. And Jake's like moving around the ring, like, like trying to circle the ring. It's like, dude, just like chill. So like Ben looks like he's trying to just stay like square with him. While the rest like telling him to come forward, but Ben's moving to stay squared to stay with, with Jake Paul. Yeah. With Jake. So it's like I can see. And, and it looks like he's it looks like he, he's wobbling. He's lost his and, bearings, but he's just trying to keep track because he thinks he, that he's about to get his opponent fucking all over the place. Like, dude, yeah, you were told to get in the corner, stay in the fucking corner. So um, I I obviously didn't see this live, but I, I watched it this morning. Yeah. The the thing that was very curious to me was that referee i don't know if you saw the pre-fights at all did you watch any of them the yeah yeah the ones I that were free ones. yeah did you did you so that was the same referee that took away three points in the same oh fight. in that one fight yeah yeah so that referee like very strange decisions like there uh there was a couple where a i did agree shitty boxy referee uh yeah, there was like, a couple points in there that i did agree with like the one guy kept holding on and the ref literally told him many times Stop holding. Stop holding. And then he was finally like, okay, minus Hold a point. point but minus it's point. very rare to yeah. see three points deducted in a single. And I think that was only a six round fight. Yeah, it was. So, it, it, yeah, it was three points. Like, yeah, it. So, but this isn't necessarily. I'm not claiming a fix or anything like that. What I am saying is. Well, there's a lot of people saying that it was fixed. Well, boxing historically has a fucking terrible track record with terrible judges and referees. Yeah, look at that judge. I, we we talked about it before. What was it? We talked about Pacquiao? it before. It was it was for, pa- it and, was um, no, it was um, I think it was McGregor Mayweather. I think it was that one. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. It went to a decision. Manny Pacquiao. And, yeah, it was and Manny the one Pacquiao. ref yeah, right. scored it like Mayweather didn't win a round. It is like what? it was something. Crazy. Did you get the names yeah. mixed up on the scorecards or something? Like it was weird. It yeah, didn't make sense. And now, and that judge that did that was also the ref's wife at the same. That yeah. so the referee in the ring, his wife is judging like that. First of all, just for just for like transparency's sake, like if you're trying to run an up and front legitimate operation, don't put yourself in situations where anyone can go. Hang on a second. The ref was in there, and his wife was one of the judges. So the ref who can directly alter the course of the fight. Yeah. has a huge role to play and really should only take themselves out into the out of the fight as much as possible. That's what any good ref in any sport does. Take yeah. yourself out, only interfere when it's time to keep people safer, rule infractions. 
But then you have someone that's judging the fight who's directly connected. So that just leads to, okay, you score the fight this way. I'll make sure that this happens. Like it just leads to the idea of potential funny business, which you should try to avoid as best as possible. And then, but so that's the history of boxing. And then this fucking jagaloon last night, Ben Askren's trying to square up to Jake Paul. Like you say, he got, he got hit hard. He got fucking, oh, it was a, it was a great shot. Yeah. He went down that, that. it wasn't a shot that should have ended the fight in the first fucking round. I, I, I don't think so. I think I think he should have let him go. But again, I'm not in the ring. It does. If you rewatch it, he, he does. It does look like he fucking wobbles when the ref said, come like step forward, like come to me. He does seem to it looks more like a wobble than anything. So I, I, I do see it. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you there. He, he definitely was a bit staggered to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. The thing that bugged the thing that bugged me too is the referee is doing the count. Now, usually when you're giving someone a standing account, they stand up. The ref holds their gloves. Look at me. Focus on me. The ref didn't do any of that. Well, no, because Did he was trying that? to. But he was trying to get uh, Jake under control too. Because again, but watch what Jake was doing. I, I understand that, but the ref still should just tell Jake, okay, you go stand over there, and then now I'm going to grab a gloves, and I'm going to stand here, and you're going to look at you. Are you good to fight? You good? Get, clean off your gloves? Okay, let's go. Yeah, but, but as a ref, what do you do he, when he that guy... the situation. Yeah, but when, when, you, when you tell the one guy to get in the corner, and that guy doesn't stay in the corner, are you only going to... Are you still going to stay here, or are you going to kind of discipline that guy as well? I think I you think have to address that. The problem is with... You have a guy, you're giving a guy a count that could end the fight. I think that's more important than the guy not necessarily True. staying in his corner. True. That's, that's I, I, a huge not, fucking yeah. deal. I agree with you as well. Like, Jake shouldn't be it moving around. Was, <laughs> it's a tough situation, right? It's unique yeah, as well. It, you know what? At the end of the day, the production value and the results of the fights were exactly, go, go hand in hand together. Like, it, yeah. I wasn't, to say I was surprised with how anything went once i actually started like the pay-per-view started i wasn't fucking surprised with anything to be honest it was you know what i i was surprised but i probably i not probably i know i've been following this a lot less than you have um i just it was it was so strange i mean ben askren tweeted during the whole production like i told you guys it was going to be a circus people love circuses and it was like it was, it was like circus. going to the circus. It was. It was a 100%. fucking disaster. I almost thought at a certain point because the music, the the music performances didn't end. I almost thought that maybe there was like a fighter was dealing with some sort of last minute injury and they were trying to find out some sort of replacement. I felt like there was some problems behind the scene, but no, just turns out it was just a really confusing evening. That's all. Yeah. Everything went according to circus. It was a circus. It's a fucking mess. Now to say the least. Now for everybody saying like, I, I think everybody needs to give Jake more credit than everybody is giving him. Sure. There's a lot of people saying like, Jake can actually fucking box and he's a good boxer. But at the same time, like he's done what he said he was going to do to all three fights. And like, you got to give the guy credit. He, he works his ass off. It's not like he's like, he looks good in there. 
looked looked better than uh, his last fight against Nate. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think a little more credit has to go to him. Again, he's I he's think working he hard, but to, you definitely have to give him some credit, to say the least. I mean, and you're right. He's not. He's putting in a shitload of work. Whether he should be getting the fights that he's getting, whether he should be pursuing it this way is a completely different topic or discussion. I don't think it really matters. And, and everybody but, hates him for like his attitude and all this shit. But at the same time, like he's just trying to get the fights and sell the fights. In an interview, Ben Askren... He's Oscar, doing a good job of it. I will give him that too. Ben Askren even, even said when he wanted the Jorge Masvidal fight, he had to talk all this shit and stir the fucking pot because he Masvidal didn't want to fight him. Why would he fight him? Why am I going to fight you? So yeah. Ben had to cause a fucking ruckus. Yep. And then next thing you know, they're fighting because he caused a big enough ruckus. And that's literally fighting. what Jake is doing. And I think that Jake just needs to keep doing what he's doing to the MMA scene and getting all these fights. And if, as long as he I'd keeps like, winning, he, it's going to... You know what? I'd like to see him fight a fucking real boxer, to be honest. So would I, but who are you going to put him up against? Well, I know that's a different. That's that's why, right? Like I'm, you're not going to throw I guess, Canelo in there. No, I know that. Or Triple I, G, like, like I guess, I guess my pro. I'm probably just confused as to more. Where is this going, and what is the point of all this? Yeah, true. I know that there's. I know obviously there's a lot of money to be made. I'm that's number one, but yeah, he's putting a lot of time and effort, and he's put. He appears to be putting the work in, which. You got to credit Jake Paul for. But it, that's a lot of work and a lot of hard, a lot of early mornings, a lot of this shit for what are you trying to do? Are you trying to become a fucking middleweight champion? Are you trying to eventually build yourself up or are you just trying to are you just here fight for a lot of guys for money? Make a hunt, hopefully make a hundred million dollars on one crazy fucking fight against Conor McGregor and then your boxing career is over. Yeah, I'm you're, just, you're done. Maybe I'm confused because again, I said this to you last night. And I said this earlier. Watching that last night made me feel like an old fucking man. I had no idea who half the performers were. I had no idea who half the celebrities were, except for the old ones like Snoop and fucking Mario Dude. Lopez, who I called AC Slater. Like I grew up watching Yo, Saved by the Bell. That's you, how I know Mario Lopez. You missed it. They uh, Snoop put together a uh, oh fuck like a super group. It's like Snoop, uh, E40, uh, was it Ice Cube, and somebody else. I'm going to find it. Sounds like, good. One second. Like, I just got to turn my light on. It's getting dark in here. Yeah, yeah, the The group is called, I'm going to talk while Chris is gone, Mount Westmore. And it's Snoop Dogg, E40, Too Short, and Ice Cube. And... Now, the stream I was watching got taken down, so I had to find another one, so I missed a lot of it, and uh, a lot of the streams were muting the actual uh, audio, so they weren't getting taken down, like, instantly, so I, I, I missed or couldn't hear a lot of it, but from what I did, it was pretty fucking sick, so definitely looking into those guys a lot more, but, I get, like, everybody's hating on Jake for doing what he's doing, but Dude, he's getting the fights. He's selling the fights. He's making a huge fucking name for himself. Everybody and anybody in the UFC is coming out saying they're gonna, they want to fight him. 
But Dana's not releasing the contract so that they can go and fight. So that's another problem. Just let these guys go fight. Dana, take your fucking cut. Make some money. Snoop won $2 million last night because he bet on Jake. Like, oh, dude, it's this is fucking wild. All right. Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, no, we, no, no, we you're good. A little bit. So, oh, no, no, I was talking the whole time. We're good. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So the, the group is called, it's a super group, Mount Westmore, and it's Snoop Dogg, E-40, Too Short, and Ice Cube. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And I, I was just saying, like, the, the stream I was watching got shut down, like, during that. And then all the streams were kind of muting during the performances so that they didn't get, like, copyrighted or taken down, like, instantly. So I didn't hear a whole lot of it. But, like, uh, what I did hear was fucking sick. Mount Westmore? Mount Westmore. I'm checking that out. Yeah, 100%. That was... uh. Yeah, it was just, I felt like an old man. That was, <laughs> was, that was it. I was just, I was clearly out of touch, but I'm not trying to be in touch. So, yeah, but it whatever. was, but you, when you said at the beginning, like the production was so bad, it, it was like they had to, it was like they did it on purpose. And I, I was thinking about that myself. Like, I think he might be right. Because they this wanted was, to be like a fucking I, I think they wanted it to be like a fucking like the fucking 30 second TikTok video or however long a fucking TikTok video is. I think they want it to be like fucking fa 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 celebrity drinking, smoking, a little bit of fighting, yeah. shitty camera angles and just like the whole thing is just it felt like watching a fucking I think they're also trying to I think they're trying to look at it in the long run. Like when you go to a bo- like a an actual boxing match. Sure there's drinks, everybody's having a good time, but it's just boxing. So I think they're trying to bring it to like the next level. How are again to appeal to the younger audience? They're so trying to it make seems, it a full blown entertainment show. Yeah. So now when you go to these, you you're watching fights, you're watching artists perform. So you see like six concerts. And then on top of that, it's a fucking huge fucking party. Everybody's drinking, smoking, doing their shit, having a good time. And it's just, Fucking everybody. It's like fucking being on wild and out. Everybody's wild and out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, listen, it, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I just, uh, it's not, if I paid money for that last night, I would have been Same. pretty upset. Same. Yeah. I would have, I would have been quite bothered, but if that's what people want and I got to give fucking give Jake Paul credit again, they, they made a fuckload of money last night. Not only for themselves, but you think those celebrities were there for free? No oh, fucking no. way. Dude, Snoop, they, were, they were getting money. Snoop made two million just off the fights alone. Did he bet on them? Is that why? He, he put he bet two million on Jake. Holy fuck. So if you if you watch the thing back, Snoop's like, get my money, Jake. I get heard him my saying money. that. Yeah. And then at the end but of it, he's like, Snoop two, was million, two million. Two million. And I and I think one thing people didn't really think about or knew about until like the, till the actual fight was that Jake Paul's like, uh, bodyguard, security guard, whatever you want to fucking call him, who had been with Jake for years, passed away 10 days prior to the fight. And when Jake saw him last, uh, his bodyguard, uh, shadow told him, uh, I had a dream the other night. 
you're going to win first round, two minutes, 38 seconds. Come on, the fuck. And he won first round, one minute, (laughs) like 30 seconds. (laughs) Like, so Jake had emotions going into that fight as well. And like, wasn't just fighting for a paycheck in a sense. You're, you're, you're much more, you're, you follow this a lot closer than I, but I, I, what do you, what do you think he's trying to do with this? Do you think he's trying to become a professional boxer? Do you think he's just going to keep doing these? Mm. I mean, listen, if he can do one of these every, every six months, you're making a couple mil just fucking around, having a good time. Yeah. He's, he's making, he's making bank on these. What do you think he's trying to do? So I think, I think all of this started when McGregor went into the boxing room. As soon as McGregor did that crossover, then you started seeing um, these YouTubers get into it and uh, other production companies picking up all these YouTuber versus YouTuber fights. And because they have these YouTubers have such a huge influence and following, it's easy to sell tickets. Your favorite YouTuber or one of the influencers you watch and follow all the time is going to fight this Saturday against fucking Joe Schmo. And if you are a big fan of this guy, you hate Joe Schmo. They got beef. They're going to settle in the ring. But I think, again, when McGregor crossed over and fought uh, Floyd, and the paychecks were fucking gigantic. There's no question that changed a lot of things. It, Jake's, Jake's said multiple times he wants to fight McGregor. That that's like right now, that's where he's he wants to go. Whether that'll happen or not is a different story. Yeah, that's that's where he wants to go. Everybody's like, I think Jake needs to fight an amateur boxer. Somewhere someone who's fought Jake's got three fights, maybe somebody that's fought like ten fights and isn't 0 and ten or isn't like five and five. Give some give him somebody that's like Seven and three, eight and two. Give them somebody that give give them a boxer that has experience, but maybe isn't like the next Canelo. You know what I mean? Yep. I and then I th- I think then we'll see how good he actually is. If he is, yeah, or I would. Yeah, I don't think we've seen if he's good or not yet. I think no. there's. I mean. Ben Askren's one of the best wrestlers of all time. But he's not a striker. He, he said, but he's not a striker. He's knocked people out, sure. It's MMA, but you're also dealing with different Kicks, guys, elbows. different skill sets, a whole bunch of different scenarios. Also, Ben Askren's thing is, because he's a wrestler, he takes you down and he punches your fucking head in. Yeah. that's You can't do that in boxing. Nope. You know that you, you can't take people off their feet. You can't elbow them. You can't kick them in the legs. It's a different fucking world. Ben Askren said last night after like the first question, the one guy's like, where do you go from here? How do you feel? He's like, I don't care. I'll fucking take my million bucks and go coach wrestling. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Which, literally it didn't change his life at all. It didn't. It didn't like for the worse. It, it, if if I, anything, it made his life better because he walked boy, away with this fucking big ass paycheck. Yeah. And can Which he now, wouldn't have gotten from Bellator or UFC. Nope. Nowhere, he, no one was going to pay him that. And he can now go and open up uh, his own wrestling studio, whatever they fucking call it, and coach wrestling. He's probably going to get a job at a at a at an NCAA Division One fucking school. 
Perfect. That's that's usually those guys get paid fucking a couple hundred grand a year. They have amazing perks to go with the job. He's that's probably what he's going to do. And right off into the sunset, now you got an extra million bucks in the bank. Yeah, he may Good even end up coaching uh, certain UFC guys. Yeah, the only thing that that kind of bugged me about how Ben handled it is I know he has this fucking persona, like he's a fucking shit talker. He's a this, he's a that. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, you made a million bucks last night, but there's a lot of people that paid to sort of see you give a fuck. Yeah. And it I never got the impression throughout this entire process that Ben Askren really gave a fuck. No. He kind of looked a little chunky at the fucking weigh-in. I think he, he's always kind of looked like that, though. Looking at his yeah, past, he's not, he's, he's, not he's never been like shredded or jacked. No, but or, he's he's looked fucking fitter than that. Not not a muffin top. No, well, <laughs> fuck. He, did, he didn't look like me. I'm not talking. He, he looked good. He looked fucking better than than most, right? But for a professional fighter yeah, going still, into a boxing yeah, match, you. you know what I mean? That how he's saying, "Oh, you know, I don't give a fuck. Take my million bucks and go home." You know, fuck it. He was laughing, I think, when he left the ring. Oh, um, him and his wife were just off. fucking all laughed walking down to his fucking dressing room. Yeah. And you know what? I probably would be too. I just, haha, I can't believe they fucking pay me a million bucks. I, I can't as soon as I, I got, got fucking hit hard, for I went down and the seconds. over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he didn't even break a sweat. And that fl- he might have been planning to fucking go down the whole time. I don't fucking know. Maybe he took that million Maybe. bucks and betted on himself to fucking lose in the first round to a knockout. Maybe. You never know. You don't. <laughs> Fuck, I hope he did. If he did, he's even got himself he, a fucking extra retirement. He's, he's, yeah, he's got himself way, way more money now. I know. Oh, well, yeah, it was uh it was a clown show. Yeah. It was and, it was yeah. uh yeah. I was texting with uh my buddy Connor, you know buddy of ours, yeah. and uh he texted me, he's like, What is Triller? Because Triller was doing this. I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, neither do I. He's like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what most of these things are. <laughs> I think I thought it was an app. I thought it was a social <laughs> like, social media app. app. <laughs> I did. I'm not even. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. I thought it was a fucking. Me- I thought oh it was a social media God. app. That's hilarious. What it, do you know what it is? It's just like a production company fucking thing. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Oh, uh, okay. That sounds better than me saying I think it's an app. You know? Like they're. Well, they produced the whole fucking thing. They put the fight together. They had everybody that they needed to have to get themselves because it was a technically a professional fight. Mm-hmm. So they had everybody there that they needed to have for to get it certified by the boxing association or whatever it is. But yeah, I yeah. Don't know. They they call it they call it uh, Triller Fight Club. That that's what the whole thing was. The thing is, that's their new they're obviously going to be doing more of these. Hundred percent. Who's the other? Or, made a lot uh, of money. Like it, it's almost like a circus version of DAZN. It's exactly what it is. Because exactly, who, that's a great did, way to put it. Did DAZN do the Tyson fight? Who did the Tyson? No, Triller fight? did it. Triller did Tyson. Well, Triller sponsored that. Okay. Triller sponsored the Tyson fight. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who put them all together, but yeah, it was weird. It was. Oh, speaking of uh, the Pauls, what's uh, what's your other one doing? The your boy there? No, the one that's supposed to fight no Mayweather. Word. Nothing. No, clue. it's just, just crickets. Delayed. He's yeah. still training like a fucking madman. I'm sure he is. He's about to fight Floyd fucking Mayweather. I would be. Yeah. 
Well, who wow. knows? Maybe he is, maybe uh, he isn't. I don't know. Right, right now, it's speculation. But they've no, sold pay-per-views for that, right? What am I, I'm pretty sure they put it all on for... They put it he on said pre-sale. They had like that like sort of tiered pre-sale. He talked about right? it on his podcast uh, a while back, saying um, like the fight is still happening. They're just they want to do it where they can have fans like come in. They don't want to do it in an empty arena. And he did kind of bring up like all the speculation. Like, look, the fight is still happening. Nobody's like dropped out. It's like contracts are signed. It's not because of money and all this shit. They just want to do it. Like both parties have agreed to do it within a, uh, uh, with an audience. And then, so they're probably also, trying to iron out those details. Cause there he, is par- parts of the States now that you can have an that audience. You can do that. Um, yeah. to a certain capacity. And then, uh, he also brought up, um, fuck. What, what were you talking about? Fuck. I totally lost all my train of thought. That's okay. I was talking. I was talking Jesus about. Jesus uh, Christ! I was talking about the other Paul, and there was the subscription yeah. base. Oh like yeah, the, so they brought the up like that they didn't uh, sell enough like pre-sales, and they're like that is definitely not the case. They've actually sold more than what they plant like thought they were going to sell. For I would like, say that too. If I was up. trying to keep people interested in the fight, though, yeah, maybe. But you know, I mean, I I, 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 I could see it though. Sure, but I mean, we don't. I don't know if we should be taking these guys exactly at face value. You know, there's a lot of interesting things going on behind the scenes. I'm sure, 100%. to say the least. Yeah, yeah. but there's some fucking strange things. I don't know. It'll be another one I try to find online. <laughs> yeah, that's another one that's that's probably not worth it. Um, do you want to do you want to wrap up last week's Chris predicts? Yeah, so let's get uh, you, let's you get into your Chris predicts. So last week. Um, we did the 2021 women's six, uh, nations rugby, uh, games. We did the Italy versus England. Uh, England did win that, uh, that game. Then we, you predicted the Wales versus Ireland match as well. And Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. Two and two and all. And then we did the 2021 Unibet Premier League, which is darts. And we predicted uh, a few matches out of night five. You said Michael Van Gerwen would win. Uh, he ended up tying uh, Nathan Aspinall. So I don't know if that in in a, a bookie's loss. book, that's a loss. That's yeah, so a loss. Yeah. You didn't win that one. Then you predicted the James Wade versus Glenn Durant. You said Glenn would win. Glenn lost. Yeah, uh, I then remember we did that one. Dimitri versus Jose. You chose Dimitri and Dimitri lost. So for darts, you're 0 and 3. Uh, for the rugby, you're 2 and 0. <laughs> and then you predicted the PGA. You said Justin Rose would win. Uh, he, lost. he did. He lost. Uh, Hideki uh, Matsuyama. Matsuyama did win. And hey, congratulations to that guy. Now, first Japanese I, player to do it. I didn't uh, bring up uh, your baseball. I missed those. So you had oh, the I, Jays I, uh, April 9th yes. and April 10th. Yeah, they did it in reverse order. I said they would win Saturday. There was like a three. There was like three games left. I said they would win Friday, Saturday, lose Sunday. They won. Yeah, they lost Friday, won Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, so you were now, wrong again. 
Of course. <laughs> <laughs> did you really expect anything else? So that said, uh, I did. I was able to get a couple of our bets in. Um, okay, just nice. Because we're we're doing a running tally of whatever I predict. We'll throw a dollar on, see what the fuck happens. We started with ten dollars. We now have drum roll, please. Nine dollars and fourteen cents. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, I didn't. I. I Last week bet. we were up to like eleven bucks. I know, but <laughs> all, we would have been up more if I was able to get the women's rugby games in. I missed them. Oh, I didn't fuck. know when they were going. On. I think they yeah, were taking place like shortly after. Yeah, doesn't matter. But we can. I'll make sure we write them down because I I've can't got, bet too far in advance with these. I've got I have better to kind of bet them uh, as they come. I got better dates lined up for Perfect. these ones. Yeah. Perfect. So I was able to. I was able to bet the Blue Jays uh, twice. They lost one one one. Uh, I was able to bet that James Wade dart match, but he, it was already ongoing. Oh, really? And was so, he like, like and he was he was up. So we won nine cents off of that fight. <laughs> literally, that was it. So <laughs> nice. Better than losing nine cents, obviously. But yeah, it, it was it would it would have been better if we got it at the opening odds. Gotcha. And I bet that Dimitri Vanderberg at two ten. He lost to Jose. Uh, they were similar odds. But still, yeah. And then I, there was also a Maple Leafs game that I bet from a couple predictions ago. So anyway, we're at nine dollars and fourteen cents. We're basically have broken. We're Does at it, can you look at all the previous bets you've made and like? Yeah, that's what I was just oh, looking at. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So nice. it's it's easy to go through. So yeah, if you give me the dates and stuff and when they're coming through, then we can definitely like go through, track them. How much did we make? How much did we lose? All that stuff. So yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, like the Blue Jays game, we won ninety cents on. Uh, yeah, one of them we won nine yeah because we're only betting a dollar right yeah it's so, whatever it's just fun yeah it's just All fun right. to keep track of you ready for this week's yeah hit me with it so okay we're we're gonna start off uh we got women's rugby again this is uh the third place playoff uh which in is six nations in the six nations yep okay uh this is happening saturday april 24th perfect and this there's All right there's three games yeah i try to get them so that they were following after the podcast airs. Good call. Now, now you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just took me this, Production this value. long. Yeah. Took me Got this it. long to figure out. Maybe I should get something that's not happening the night after we record this. Well, I'm glad that you thought of that because I still hadn't thought of that until you just said it now. So. <laughs> so okay. So we got Italy versus Ireland. That's our first match. Yeah. Ireland's going to mop the floor with them. Okay. Third place game for the Six Nations. Well, it's the third place playoff. So I, I guess this is. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I don't know it's how like, it's going to work because there's six, the six teams nations. Left. Yeah, but they're the third place playoff is probably the two teams that were in the semis and didn't make it. I've got three matches though. Then I'm fucking out of my mind. Hang I'm on, confused. I got to pull this up because maybe I grabbed a different fucking match too. No, no, no! Don't let me confuse you because this is probably me fucking let me, around. Let me see. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Wait, you know what's up? Yeah, I, I grabbed an extra one. I grabbed an extra one. That's my bad. Okay, that's fine. Let's, that's let's keep bad. rolling. Let me, uh, let me get rid of that. Anyway, one. I I'm gonna go back to my original theory. Italian women are too pretty to play uh to play rugby. Mm -hmm. I know that's sexist. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I'm Irish. I know what Irish women look like. They look like they could beat up pretty ladies. Okay. So that's my, Our, that's Ireland's my gonna take process. It. Ireland's gonna take <laughs> it. Okay. Our next one is England versus France. Uh, 
Is this a final or is this also a playoff? This is also for the, th- the there's two matches for the third place. It could be. Okay. Right. Uh, all right. No, so, this is final match. Final. Final. So this is the final. England Ooh. versus France? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going with the English. You're going England. I'm going England. Okay. Sorry, I totally read all these fucking things wrong. Okay. So we got Ireland beat uh, Italy for third place. And then the final, which is happening right after that on uh, April 24th. And you've got Perfect. England winning that game. And I will be betting on those. So Perfect. we can update those as well. And then for darts, we've got night eight, which is April 21st. So there's a few nights that'll happen uh, leading up to this. But uh, sure. like, I think we're, we're doing night eight. Yeah, we're we're doing night eight, which is April twenty first. So we is got this the Premier uh, League again. Yep. Okay. So we got Michael Van Gerwen versus uh, Jose De Souza. I got to now. See now, I got to look at these guys. Okay, that's fine. So night night eight uh, darts Premier League matchups. It's a little better for me if I can just yeah, hundred percent. I think I'm really darts good is somebody you have to people. Yeah, I think darts is something you have to you, you have to see who you're betting. You gotta you gotta you gotta see these guys, man. It's like it's like boxing. You gotta see the fighter. Because I also know what some of these guys. Look Unlike like, Chris, I that doesn't look at uh, look at the fighters and just goes off of previous records, and then we choose literally the smallest man on earth going up against the listen, see, biggest that's all man. Conjecture. Uh, you can't, you can't dis, you can't prove that in a court of law that that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Van Gerwen is definitely going to win. Okay, and then we have. Uh, I only chose three, three. Uh, I think there's like five games. I only chose three out of the five. Okay. Then, then we got uh, James Wade versus uh, Johnny Clayton. James Wade uh, won before. Hang on a second. This is night eight. They actually have their thing. Night eight we're on here? Yeah. We're predicting night eight. Gary Anderson. I don't see him here. Uh, James Wade versus Johnny Clayton. James Wade. All right. He looks like a regular old darts player. Johnny Clayton. Also. Mm. What's the odds (laughs) on it? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, give me the Welshman. Give me Johnny Clayton. Fuck it. Johnny Clayton. Yeah. All right. And then our last one is going to be Rob Cross versus Nathan Aspinall. Nathan Aspinall. I do like that last name. Aspinall. He played, uh, he was, uh, he played Gerwin the last for last week's predictions. Aspinall? Yeah, in, in one. Okay, fuck it. Give me Aspinall in that. Okay. I'll take Aspinall. All right. And then I got two Leaf games. Okay. So we got uh, Thursday, April 22nd versus the Jets. And then Saturday, April 21st, or 24th against the Jets. Leafs are winning both. Leafs are winning both. Yeah, okay. I think they're going to have their new additions by then as well. So Leafs did really well at the trade deadline. What happened? But 
I didn't, I didn't pay attention. They picked up uh, Nick Foligno from Columbus. Uh, they got a goalie from Calgary, David Riddick, who's with the team now because he doesn't have to quarantine. He's not crossing any borders. They picked gotcha. up Ben Hutton on defense from Anaheim. They picked up Riley Nash, also from Columbus. Uh, but he's injured. He's pro- he's going to be more like a guy that's gonna you're going to see in the playoffs, like gotcha. a third, like a fourth line depth centerman sort of thing. Gotcha. Uh, Nick Foligno, Riley Nash, David Riddick, and Ben Hutton. That's the four. Wow. So they added in all the areas they needed to because obviously their goalie is more hurt than we know. Yep. And I don't think they wanted to take a chance that uh, Michael Hutchinson would be starting a playoff game. Uh, yes, you, so can't, they got, you can't really run that risk going into the playoffs. No, and they didn't. And they gave up nobody off the active roster. I think they only gave up fucking like a third pick, a fucking fifth. Of, like they, they, the prices weren't astronomical and they got some good players in return. So uh Leafs are gonna win the Stanley Cup for sure this time no question mm, well, uh, that's, a, that's a prediction right there <laughs> Leafs oh, yeah I guess Cup. it is Leafs are gonna win the Stanley Cup okay you heard it here first yeah Chris predicts plan the like parade <laughs> plan the parade <laughs> as they say <laughs> there won't be a fucking parade this year are you kidding me I know. Not the way that we're going in this country. We're going no. backwards, man. Yep. We get to, we get this. Um, it's only a matter of time before the government turns off the cable so that we can't watch other countries actually have fans <laughs> in the stadiums. I'm sure of that. You get, there's another prediction of mine. <laughs> just not writing that one down. No, you don't need to write one that down because you'll just be able to see it when you go to yeah. click on a Leaf game and it's like all blurred in the stands. <laughs> It's like, why is it blurred in the stands? And why is, oh, that's just, that's just, we just feed in the, the noise. That's not a real crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want to upset the Canadians who can't live can't and deal shit. with COVID, apparently. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Yeah, We're a mess, crazy. bro. What can we, we say? Are. Yeah. And this is from someone who currently has COVID. So, whatever. <laughs> facts. You know? Yeah. Actual <laughs> facts. I'm glad I got it because I was talking so much shit about it beforehand. Like, well, not told, necessarily on this podcast, but sort yeah, of yeah. privately and amongst friends. Like, ah, it's fucking fine. It's not even real. Blah blah blah. But those were jokes, <laughs> right? But now, I, but the one, the one thing that I did get out of it, thankfully, is that it's fine for most people. And those are people, and they're sick. I know my in laws have it. Well, they gave it to me, yeah. bastards. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's fucking, it, it's fine. I'm not yeah. going to go that far into it. Yeah, so. no, no, no. All right, man. Cool. Well, <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs> it's yes, weird yeah. not being in person I, right now. <laughs> I know. Well, the good news is that I'm out of quarantine come Friday. So. Oh, really? I'm, yeah, 10 days from the time you first felt your symptoms, as long as they don't worsen. That's the rules. Really? Yeah. Fuck, if I you it test. Was longer. No, so it's it's two weeks isolation. Uh, if you test positive without symptoms, if you had symptoms and tested positive, then it's 10 days from the time of your symptoms, provided they didn't worsen. And like I said, every day I've felt, I've felt better. This is nothing. I've been way sicker before many more times in my life. Yeah. The one that the only part about this that I dislike is I can't fucking taste anything or smell anything. And Audrey was saying that can last for fucking a long time. Yeah. that, That, that one like I'm apparently not. Apparently, there are still people that, that got it early that still don't yeah. have taste or smell. I'm not particularly enjoying this symptom of it. 
but <laughs> it's probably a bit of karma for me talking so much shit about it. But here yeah, we are. You did life, make fun life of Life goes on. Well, he had it coming, and now he gets to make fun of me. So what yeah. goes around comes yeah. around. You know? I told it Audrey that tonight, and she just fucking yeah. laughed. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. you guys giving him a hard time. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, just, just, just for a bit of context, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> One of the guys I golf with on a weekly basis, he got COVID last year. He had it fairly severely. But this is the unfortunate part about guys and when they when they have guy friends is we just make fun of each other all the fucking time. Yeah. Talk shit to each other. So there was no sympathy for my friend who got COVID had last COVID. year. <laughs> had COVID. I used to say only the weak get it, blah, 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 blah. You know, so now I've joined the ranks of the week and it's fine. I'm cool with it. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a registered <laughs> member. I'm, I've started paying dues. So it's fine. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit everyone right, just man. remember this is just a lighthearted entertainment show so yeah it's just two all. friends speaking a lot of nonsense having a lot being of fun bunch, talking a lot and of just shit. being idi- idiots yeah so hopefully we can do this in person next week cj uh yeah we'll see we'll talk yeah we will. <laughs> <laughs> i won't give you COVID. well uh, yeah. no sorry if if the rest of my family's still in quarantine we won't be but yeah all right buddy all right uh, as always, to everyone, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, uh, swing by the YouTube, YouTube yeah. channel. Check out two season a pod on YouTube, two season a pod on Facebook. And I believe CJ, you're releasing everything on the same day now, right? Everything's coming yeah, out on so, the Wednesday. Yeah, I've kind of got myself yeah. into a bit of a routine now, and perfect again. Not no, just a whole for, lot just to for do those around here. Watch it on, yeah. Yeah. If people want to watch it on YouTube or however they, however you listen to it, you can get everything at the exact same time, all released on Wednesdays now. So yeah, so this will uh, yeah Wednesday. That's the new uh, for everything: YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever the fuck you find your podcast, it'll wherever be there. Your podcasts are it is there. So all right, buddy. Thanks again. Stay well. See you guys later. Thanks, buddy. See you.